When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Week three is here. We're overreacting to everything. Anything and everything we're overreacting to or underreacting to. Who really knows? Week three, we're going to draft some teams on drafters. The site that people maybe aren't giving enough um, exposure to, enough attention to, but one that we can win a lot of money and is a really fun format. We're going to draft some drafters. Snake teams this week for week three. Let's do it right now. All right, guys. Happy Friday. It's it, it, it feels... I said this on uh, the show on Wednesday with Shane and Nez. It simultaneously feels like <laughs> we've made it through two-thirds of the season and also like it's the middle of best ball draft season. I don't really know how to feel yet it's like week three is this weird space. And I'll probably feel like this for a couple more weeks, I think. I don't know how you guys feel. I think we're just in this spot where I remember drafting. Best, I mean, shit, we have um, drafts to do, uh, in-season best ball drafts to do on sites like Underdog. DraftKings is launching contests every week. But... I remember I, I still am like in the brain, like in the the mindset of what it was in July and August and even June of drafting best ball teams. But we've gotten two weeks of results with the NFL season. And so it's this weird thing where like, holy shit, so much has happened in two weeks. Some we expected, some we didn't expect, some maybe we were hoping for but didn't expect. It's kind of all over the place. And I don't really know where <laughs> where I stand, but I wanted to start this Friday show with drafters because we have a lot of attention being paid to, uh, you know, your 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 season long teams, your waiver wires, and now the underdog battle Royale streets where they're launching some pretty big contests, but drafters is launching some really um, innovative style contests. We're getting, they have a, uh, you know, winner takes all and advances type type tournament. They have two quarterback league tournaments. 
they have the the typical weekly snake draft tournaments, but they're a larger roster and they're full point PPR. They're doing a bunch of things that I think are if we're if we're you know the the best ball grinders, which if you're watching this, you probably are just like me. You grind hundreds or thousands of drafts during the course of the summer. And when we get into the season, look, I'm still playing, you know, DFS on DraftKings, just like everybody else is. But I feel like there's a lot for us to gain from dipping our toes into the spaces like some of these drafters drafts. Um, Last week, before we had started this specific drafter style show, which of course you see at the top, you know, Drafters doesn't call it Battle Royale, but we're, we're just going to call this show Battle Royale. It's got a nice ring to it. It works. So it's Drafters Battle Royale. And if you see at the bottom, we have not signed up for Drafters yet. I, I know I am a best ball grinder. I am in the best ball business. Best bang for your buck you can get is on Drafters. And if you... Look at the bottom of the screen. 100% deposit bonus up to $100. So if you deposit $100, deposit anything up to $100, you will get $100 from drafters. They're going to give it to you for free if you use promo code SPIKE. There's also a link in the description to use. But what I really love about what they're doing is it's giving us an alternative just so a totally different way to play fancy football every week. You know what I mean? Like we have, we have always had season long fantasy. We have always had DFS for the last couple of years. We have had best ball and no one is more (laughs) excited about best ball than me and you guys in the chat. But what I, what I'm really excited about is to get, and I, I don't give it, I don't give two shits if it's drafters or one of you guys in the chat start a new site, or somebody else does, or maybe FanDuel decides to get their head out of their ass and do something, Yahoo, whatever. I don't care. I'm excited about a site like Drafters putting out something for us to play that's like unique and different. And we can we can we can win legit money. And there's not a lot of people, right? Go to DraftKings.com right now and try to play DFS. Who are you playing against? The absolute best players on the planet. And I play I play there every single week. Every week. I ha- have played there every week for 10 years. But if you want to truly, you know, make some money, we should be looking at places like this. And so I'm really excited about what they're doing on not only just because they, you know, they exist with some unique offerings, but they they exist with some unique offerings that are like literally have never been done before. And we'll talk a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, shout out, Jeff. I don't know what the takeout means. Maybe I'm just getting old and that's like something that I shouldn't know because you're also doing elbow cough, elbow cough, elbow cough. I'm getting old and maybe I just don't know what that means. But agree with B. Kurt, you know, the naming, it is what it is. We deal with it. The format, the format is great. Um, I am going to pull up 
drafters really quickly and walk through a couple of the options that they do have so that um, we can get a, a grasp on. Uh, see, it's so funny. Shane says those are emojis that Jeff that Jeff was posting, and like <laughs> maybe this is a Streamyard issue. So I use Streamyard for for <laughs> for our uh, our streams, and it doesn't populate <laughs> the emoji. Apparently, this is I'm literally learning this on the fly. This doesn't populate the uh, emoji. So when someone says elbow cough, elbow cough, elbow cough, elbow cough. Those are emojis, but, um, you know, such as I'm getting old, uh, we're closing into boomer territory. Um, so before we hop into a couple drafts, I just wanted to run down cause I do think it's kind of important. So underdog, um, for comparison's sake, underdog has a couple different style tournaments for our battle royale um space and but it's it's basically the same thing right it is you draft six players and you are either in a big huge massive tournament in a six person draft right you're still drafting six players in a big person uh, a, a big you know whatever <laughs> what i don't even remember what the big battle how many entries are in the big battle right it's five like a, their big battle royale is five dollars with a $250,000 prize pool. So, you know, you have to basically hit the nuts. I'm not saying you don't need to hit the nuts on drafters, but it's a little bit of a of a different game. On top of that six-person, six-player uh, draft that Underdog has, they also have launched a 12-user 12, 12 right, 12-person 12 contest. Shane, Shane is uh, helping me out and B. Kurt helping me out. 57,000 entries, right? So think about that. Like, just, just think about that for a second. 57,000 teams are drafted into the $5 main tournament battle royale every week on Underdog. A, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> the fact that, you know, and I, and I think we'll get there by Sunday. It's slowly filling this week. That's amazing. But think about what it takes to win that. Because every team is only drafting six players. So you draft six players and this, and you're, we, we do a show every single Wednesday, myself and Shane, who's helping me out in the chat and Nez, talking through different strategies, different, you know, ways that we can maybe try to find our way to a, to a win, particularly a solo win, right? The whole goal is to win that 50K yourself. I'm not trying to chop it with everybody. I'm trying to win $50,000. So how do we do that? So with 57,000 entries, it's very hard. With only six players being drafted per team. Very hard. And so when we think about what maybe some other sites might offer, it's helpful. Look, you're not going to win right now, maybe next year, maybe end of the year, maybe next year. We'll see how it goes. Drafters is, Drafters is growing. 
but you're not going to win $50,000 in any given week on drafters. But you also don't need to hit the absolute stone cold nuts. It's kind of like, honestly, how I personally play DFS. I play in the smaller field, higher stakes tournaments, like on DraftKings every week in, in DFS. And I do that because, A, I think I have a better approach to play those those games. I'm willing to go up against the guys who are literally the better the better players. But it's because the field is so much smaller. I don't have to hit the nuts. I have to figure out how to navigate my way through maybe some of the better players and maybe some of the more efficient ownership, which I w- drafters is not there yet. But I have to figure out how to navigate my way through a smaller field, which is a different, uh, a different path to monetary gain than playing the Millie or even like, you know, the slant on DraftKings, right? The $9 slant. It's like 30 K to first place is a super flat payout structure. Everybody loves it because everybody is obsessed with this super flat payout structure and paying out a bunch of people. And like, honestly, all that shit, I don't care about. I'm trying to like, your year, your your year, and your your career in fantasy football is made off of your high finishes, not off of how many. Mi- yes, you may be able to sustain a few more days by uh, a little bit more min cash equity, but honestly, it doesn't. It, it doesn't really matter. Your 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 career is going to be made off of your your success is going to be made off of those times when. You got that team that crushes. Last week, I didn't. I'm, I'm mad at myself. I'm going to draft a lot more. Um, last week, uh, hold on, let me go to history. In the so it's only twenty. I think I think this was it. Only twenty five dollars. But you see, I drafted one. I, I did not really draft on drafters last week, and I'm legit mad at myself and uh, myself and Shane, who is in the chat. And Nez drafted this team in the $5 tournament, the Whale, on drafters. And we finished 21st out of 883. And tell me if this team is like even anywhere remotely crazy off the wall, right? Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews stack. Bring it back with Tyreek Hill. Get Christian McCaffrey. Debo Samuel, I think, was actually uh, Shane. You can tell me. Yeah, <laughs> you can correct me. I think Debo was actually our second round pick, which is really funny in retrospect. The fact that we have Christian McCaffrey, Lamar, Andrews, Tyreek on this team now. When you think about ADPs now, and and Debo is our second round pick, our lowest score, well, outside of Antonio Gibson. Our, our two our, our two lowest scores were like kind of I had conviction on Antonio Gibson last week and he luck boxed the touchdown to help us. Um and and all of us had conviction on Debo last week, but you see that we did not hit the nuts. You don't see Jalen Waddle on here. You don't you don't even see Amon Ross St. Brown on here. You don't see Nick Chubb on here. You don't see a lot of the stone cold nuts. On here, obviously Lamar, Andrews, and Tyreek was, but other than that, the team is good, but it's not incredible. And we were sniffing, we were look at the standings. 
we had 199.4 points and 226 was first. If we get absolutely anything <laughs> out of CMC, Gibson, Debo, we're right there. And so it's a third round. Thank you. Thank you, Shane. Debo was our third round pick. But this is why these tournaments are so important to all of us. If you're watching this, like we can all throw $20 into the Millie Maker on DraftKings on Sunday. We can all throw five. I'm going to throw a lot of $5 entries into the underdog battle royale. But we were literally on stream on, on went last Wednesday, myself and Shane and Nez drafted a team that was live as hell to win this battle, uh, you know, this battle royale, this snake draft tournament, this the uh, week two Sunday whale on drafters. And was it anywhere close to perfect? Absolutely not. We took Debo Samuel in the third round. Christian McCaffrey, bust. Antonio Gibson, bust. Cortland Sutton, good, not great. Not even close, but we were right there to win this to win this tournament. And so that is something that is that is important to me. Maybe it's not important to you. You're just gonna chase the 50k, the the million dollars on DraftKings. And I support that. Do whatever makes you happy. But I think there's a lot that we can learn from drafters. On top of that, they offer that was just the main $5 tournament, which is what you see here. Again, the Sunday whale. 5K total price pool. Um, a 1K to first. Good tournament. But they offer a $55 two-quarterback tournament. That's pretty interesting. They offer uh, a $1 if you really want to start to get accustomed to the format, they offer a $1 tournament, $1 and $1, $1 and 10 cents. I feel like most of us can afford a dollar and 10 cents to splash around. No pun intended in the Sunday splash and like get your feet wet again. No pun intended in these, these streets. And I think if we, spend a little bit of time here, you'll also see these prize pools grow. And so I want, as a, a person so heavily invested into this space, I, I, I want these to grow. And so I wanted to start this show diving into what Drafters specifically is offering because I think it's advantageous for all of us. Like the, the people watching this show right now, you're already ahead of the curve on drafters. You're already a plus EV player on drafters. But if we if we if we dive in more and we get other people to dive in more, these prize pools are going to grow, and that makes us all more from a raw raw you know dollar perspective gives us a lot more upside. One last thing, Shane says, don't forget the manual swaps. Absolutely. Spot on, perfect, perfect point. Let me go to my teams. Let me go to upcoming. So you see one here. Um, 
here's a here's a team I drafted in the whale, the five dollar, a Jalen Hurts AJB stack with Lenny, David Montgomery, Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs, <laughs> Kyle Pitts. A two things. Tell me when you can get that team on underdog. Let me know, just if you can get a Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs, AJ Brown, Kyle Pitts with Jalen Hurts team. And Lenny Montgomery and Cooks. Just let me know. Screenshot me. I'll uh, maybe I'll send you a T-shirt or something if you can get this this kind of a team on Underdog. You can't, by the way. B, um, the swaps are awesome. They have the best swap functionality that exists. Right. So I want to swap out Lenny. I click. I click swap out Lenny. And I can go and physically choose exactly who I want to swap Lenny out for. You want to swap Lenny out for Amir Abdullah? Go for it. That's up to you. On on Underdog, it's a ranking system, right? So uh, last week, George Kittle gets ruled out. Every team that you have George Kittle on chooses the next tight end in your rankings, your swap rankings, that is not drafted in that league. And so it's going to, it might be a smidge different for each team, right? Maybe, maybe Pat Fryermuth is the highest ranked tight end in your swap rankings. And so he's going to go into most of your teams because he's not drafted in every league, but occasionally he's drafted. Occasionally I drafted him last week. And so then it's going to go to the next guy. The next guy is whatever, David and Joku. Right, so it's going to go to that guy. And on drafters, you get to pick. Who do you want on that team? Right, so on this team, I have. Um, sorry, give me one second. So on this team, I have. I already have kind of a little mini correlation with Brandon Cooks and David Montgomery, but I also have. Um, you know, Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs, Kyle Pitts. Maybe instead of swapping to the absolute highest, you know, projected player and uh, for sure the highest owned player, maybe I want to go down. I want to go down a little bit. It's like, do I want to correlate maybe with one of my players? I could do James Conner because I have Cooper Cup. Maybe James Conner's inactive on Sunday. And now I want to do Eno Benjamin, or maybe I have Kyle Pitts. Maybe I want to where the wherever the hell down this list is like Rashad Penny, right? But you can pick and choose by team your swaps. That is like extremely powerful, like really, really powerful. So, um, yeah, we crushed the the Brandon Cooks, David Monk. Anytime you can correlate the two teams that have literally no interest in winning and might just run every down. If, if I had a, uh, like a, a dream about the bears Texans game on Sunday, it is those two donkey ass teams are waking up. Like we're going to establish the fucking shit out of this run. And, they both run it 40 times and the game is over in about an hour and 45 minutes and halftime's 20. So 
that game is going to be over in a hurry. If there weren't commercials, I think those two teams would probably be on the plane in about two hours. Like, from kickoff to Justin Fields is stepping foot on that fucking PJ, two hours. If those teams had, if those teams had a uh, had a choice, I'm pretty sure that's what uh, Jake says. Uh, Fields will have a you know ha ha ha. Fields will have a hundred rushing yards. How do you get a hundred rushing yards when you hand it off to David Montgomery every every snap? These two teams are not in. Trust me, I've spent a lot of time looking at this slate. And I've drafted a lot of David Montgomery. It's painful. I'm doing it because I'm trying to divorce myself from my own stubbornness. But if you could pick two teams that just said, let's never, let's never throw. Like they 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 like Lovey and I don't even know who the Texans head coaches. They go out to the to do the coin, you know, the, the coin toss or just the coaches meeting. Obviously, they don't do the coin toss. And they shake hands and they're like, Are you gonna pass? Lovey's like, No, nah, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna pass. Uh, and I'm, I'm saying lovey. Why am I saying lovey? I'm still holding on to the old school bears. The who is the fucking bears head coach? This is how fucking dusty they are. I can't even remember. I can't, I can't. I can't remember who either of the two head coaches. Lovey is the fucking Texans coach, right? Oh Jesus, we're embarrassing ourselves at lunchtime on a Friday. And uh, Eberflus, Eberflus, yes, thank you, Eberflus and Lovey, which is an ironic, uh, an uh, ironic matchup. Thank you, Eberflus and Lovey are out there, and they're just like. You know, do you have a dinner date with somebody? Let's get the fuck out of here. Why? Why? Like, neither of us want to win. Let's just run and see how it goes. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, we're 25 minutes in. I've been, uh, uh, you know, I've been having fun. We've been having fun talking through strategy and all of this. But I think we should hop into a draft. Should we do a $5 maybe? Let's do a $5. Oh my. Please don't join. Oh yeah. We're in. Last person. You guys can suck it. Oh, and there's already Nez in here. And there's already uh, Spike Weakers in here. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out, David. David says this conversation about the Bears and the Texans is taking longer than the game. 100%. We just spent six minutes, let's call it six minutes, talking about Bears, Texans. They're literally going to both go out and quit. If they wanted to, they would both forfeit. Neither of these teams have any fucking interest in winning this game. The Bears refused to throw in a game that they were losing by a million the entire time. What do you think they're going to do? They, they Both of these teams want to lose, literally want to lose. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them for wanting to lose. But we also have to – we're fantasy players. Our whole 
our whole thing is that we're trying to accumulate fantasy points. We have to <laughs> we have to understand what these teams are trying to do. And neither of these teams want to win. The Bears are trying to lose in in such a way that allows Matt Eberflus to not look like the absolute biggest donkey on the planet. And he can go into the offseason and say, look, we competed. We didn't lose by a lot. We're going to, you know, with fields and another draft, even though they drafted fucking Bayless Jones and shit this year, another draft, another offseason, we're going to we're going to start to get better next year. He's trying to keep his fucking job. Jake, you're a Bears fan. You don't count for your opinion. Just wanted to let you know. Jeff says, loves love the Bears. Texans chat. Who cares about <laughs> This is a, such a good comment. Who cares about Bills, Dolphins, Rams, Cardinals, or Giants, Cowboys, or Chiefs, Colts, or Bengals, uh, Jets, or add it to, add, add, even adding to Jeff's list. Thank God we're talking about Bears fucking Texans for 15 minutes. All right. I'm on the clock. Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, and Stefan Diggs go. Ooh. So I, I'm going to take Travis Kelsey. Um, I think I made it known on the, the show on Wednesday. Kelsey is... Um, I, I think Kelsey fits into this tier break. I actually think I know Diggs has been awesome. I think that um, this is a little tougher matchup than before. I know he cooked Jalen Ramsey, but I think this is a little tougher matchup than before. Xavier Howard and the Dolphins defense. And he's run real hot with touchdowns. And like, if we look back over the last year or two with Stefan Diggs, it was like he didn't run real hot with touchdowns. And so expecting him to do it for a third week in a row, I feel like is a little bit of something that we're ignoring a little bit of the past. Um, this also allows me to get either Chase or Devontae. I'm, I'm on Devontae here. Uh, the Titans pass defense is absolutely fucking terrible. And... Um, Hunter Renfro, I don't know that Hunter Renfro is going to play on Sunday, which uh, should make Derek Carr actually throw the ball to Devontae Adams as opposed to uh, last week for any of us that played him on DraftKings. RIP to us eating 50% owned <laughs> Devontae Adams and watching the Tyreek Hill go for you know 50. That was fun. But a really big bounce back week, in my opinion, for Devontae Adams. I mean, we're drafting Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs just won 103 in this draft. And Devontae Adams is in the spot that Stefan Diggs was in last week. B. Kurt says this person in the four hole, that's me. That's me. Is gonna get is gonna get buried. Oh, five. Okay, okay, okay. Josh Allen and Eckler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't take... <clears throat> I love Josh Allen. We talk, Again, we talked about this on the uh, the Wednesday Battle Royale show. I love Josh Allen. Um, hold on, let me double check. 
AJ Brown for me, another tier break. I love Amon Ra's like right on the fringe of that tier. To me, Cup, Jefferson, Diggs, Adams, Tyreek, Chase, AJ Brown. Damn it. I was really hoping um JT. I think I have to maybe I will take Amon Ra here, actually. Yeah. I think Amon Ra now becomes the tear break. Yeah. You're watching me talk think this <laughs> think this through on on the spot. I think getting three wide receivers that are in my elite tier. Now Cup and Jefferson. Here's my stance. Here's how I'll break it down. Cup and Jefferson, in my opinion, are honestly in their own tier. Diggs has been awesome. I'm not trying to like shit on Stefan Diggs. Any fantasy team I have with Stefan Diggs, I'm very excited. He's awesome. But I think it's a little bit of um, recency bias to push him into that elite tier. I'm pretty confident that Cup and Jefferson are in the tier of their own now. Diggs, Devontae, and it, uh, you can you can like mini tier these guys afterwards, but Diggs, Devontae, Tyreek, AJ Brown, Jamar Chase. And then Amon Ra, maybe Debo. I mean, Debo went really high in this draft, but I think Amon Ra and Debo were closer. But it becomes this group. After that, I like Jalen Waddle. I, I like Michael Pittman fine that, the, that, that people are taking. I think that Amon Ra has become the tear break now. And so to get the best tight end in fantasy and then to get three of the quote-unquote elite wide receivers is how I would generally approach drafters if I can, if I can. Um, I will hit this in a second. John says, are you typically waiting on quarterbacks? The answer is definitely yes. But speaking of, Give me one second, and I will. Yeah, it's definitely Mahomes here for me. <clears throat> we'll backdoor. We'll backdoor stack Mahomes probably. And if I don't, if it doesn't work out that I don't stack Mahomes, but this is a great reason of to John's point. Are you typically waiting on quarterbacks? Yes. If I can get Patrick fucking Mahomes in the fifth round, and honestly, and then I can get Joe Mixon in the sixth round. <laughs> I can get. Oh my god. Thank you. See, I I didn't even I didn't I don't even think about Kelsey as a chief stack. I don't even think about it. Think about look at this. Travis to John's point. Are you typically waiting on quarterback? I can draft Travis Kelsey in the first round. Travis Kelsey, the superstar tight end, the best tight end in all fantasy in the first round. Get Devontae Adams, AJ Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, and then still get Patrick Mahomes in the fifth and get Joe Mixon against the Jets in the sixth. So are you waiting on running back and are you waiting on quarterback? Yes, is the answer. And this draft is a perfect example. And so we got two more rounds. This is another thing I love about the drafters format is that eight rounds is really fun. It's one less team, right? 
but everyone having to draft eight players makes it a little more kind of, uh, you know, there's more strategy to taking, you have to take two running backs. You have to take three wide receivers. You have to take a flex. Um, I should have been uh, probably looking through this. It's assuredly not going to be a running back. Let me think about this. 25 seconds. I have Devontae, A.J. Brown, and Amon Ra. I think my highest projected is Fudge. Actually, (laughs) we're going to David Montgomery. He's my highest projected player at a position that I, I... it makes me sick to my stomach, but it is what it is. I'm I'm going down. I'll I'll tell you guys right now. My underdog and my drafters teams are going down with David Montgomery this week. It makes me sick to my fucking stomach. But um that's where we are. We're gonna put London in the queue. Nope, gotta do nope. Uh, Cooks projects for more than London. So here we go. Any any correlates? Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey stack. Three elite tier wide receivers: Devonte Adams, AJ Brown, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Joe Mixon against the fucking Jets, and they can't protect anybody. David Montgomery against the Texans, and a little bring back on David Montgomery. With Brandon Cooks. Oh, baby. That's making it move. It's making it move, guys. All right. Um, John says, uh, more opportunities to get unique. Do you see more fun? The underdog? Yeah, the... I support all things uh underdog and all things and drafters. It is obviously I'm not I'm not a bullshitter. I mean I am a bullshitter, but I'm not gonna bullshit you guys. It's in my best interest, of course, to support these these sites and these formats, but also I'm also not that good enough of a, of a bullshitter to be like, let's play on this site that I fucking hate and I can't like enjoy myself. I enjoyed the shit out of this. I just showed you the team that me and Shane and Nez drafted last week that finished 20th overall. That was like eerily close. If Debo and CMC had, you know, brains that we would have won the tournament last week. And so I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm honestly, I am a, I am a DFS player. I will never stop playing DFS mainly on DraftKings. That's what has made my career why I am here doing this is because I was able to carve out a successful DFS career a long time ago. And that's how I ended up getting hired by Roto grinders. And I've been able to sustain a long, you know, profitable DFS career. But the more I do these drafts, the more I think that like if I'm going to put the time in, I really do think 
from an EV perspective, these are just, man, this is where it's at, man. Like, can I win life-changing money on Sunday on drafters? Depends on your definition of life-changing, I guess. But like, no, you know, no, none of us are quitting our jobs with a win on drafters. But like, man, it, it's like if I win a couple grand or something like that on Sunday on drafters and I didn't hit the nuts, like I didn't even come close to hitting the nuts. I don't know. It's it's something I have spent a lot of time like, bro, too much time, you know, obviously running a, a website in this in this space and it consumes my entire brain. I've thought a lot about this and I think that um, and there's a reason why I started this show. It's a reason why today we're sitting here just drafting on drafters because I think more people need to be exposed to this if you want to play fantasy football. Like you can enjoy sweating. Think about this. You can you can go play on DraftKings this week and you can jam in some superstars and then sweat Mac Hollins and Nelson Aguilar and Brashad Perriman. And that and 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 they're all chalk. And that doesn't sound very fun to me. And Irv Smith. Or you can come over here and draft and honestly probably have more upside than you were really going to have in that tournament realistically on DraftKings. And you spend $5 or maybe you draft maybe you maybe you draft 10 teams, you spend $55. Or you draft 10 teams into the $1. You you know, you you don't even spend $100 and you can make out what the grand and you're rooting for like Justin Jefferson, <laughs> you know, uh, Debo Sam, like your my worst player on the team I just drafted was Brandon Cooks. It's like you're rooting for Brandon Cooks. There's something there's something about that I think, in my opinion, that's um, healthy for the ecosystem. Uh, does drafters have an app? A hundred percent. Yes, they do. It works really well. Um, they've made some big upgrades over the course of this last year works, works really well. You know, underdog at the end of the day, we're on a drafters, uh, show, but you know, underdog is best in class. Shout out to them. They've done a really good job, but they, they're, they're not perfect. And drafters is making some really big improvements. It's a really clean and easy to use app. In my opinion, like people love to shit on DraftKings, as they probably should. Drafters blows DraftKings out of the water. Absolutely blows them out of the water. Um, and they're only going to keep getting better. Yeah, I love this too. Um, I'm gonna, We're going to hop in one more draft. But Nez says the on-deck notification for drafters is so clutch. I This is such a small thing, but doesn't it make so much sense? You have, you have such a limited amount of time to make your pick, right? 30 seconds. You get to, you're on the clock for 30 seconds. So getting your notification when you're on the clock is like, there's always going to be, let me, let me speak from experience as someone who has built technology products and such. You want to send out a push notification. It is obviously not going to come 
the moment. Like that's just how technology works, right? Something happens. Uh, the push alert has has to be sent to Nez. Let's just use Nez. Uh, something happens. Nez is on the clock. Me, the company, has to send a push alert to Nez. Nez has to then receive it. He has to swipe it or click it or whatever. Then he has to go in and make his pick. On a 30-second clock, all of that takes like 10 seconds. Five to 10 seconds. So now then you have to look at your team. You have to look at like other people's teams. There's not enough time. When you do what drafters does and it's, hey, you're on deck, dummy. So the guy on the guy before you has 30 seconds and then you have 30 seconds. I think it's brilliant. I think they've done some really good, some really, really, really good things that just don't honestly don't get enough. Don't get enough credit. Uh, So there's eight people in this. I'll be honest with you. I haven't I haven't played this yet. If anyone wants to join this uh, $55 two quarterback, I need one. I need one. Let's see if we can fill that one. I haven't done it. This will be my first time, so I'll be giving out uh, free, for sure, free money. Let me uh, see if I can get... Oh, and it filled. I was just gonna <laughs> I was just gonna go to the oh 101. Ah. When you join your first two quarterback weekly uh best ball league and you best ball is not the right phrase for this. And you get the 101, you're blessed. It's a good day. It's a good day. I also like this. It does anyone so you see this? I'm ready to draft. Let's draft. And you can click this box, right? And if everybody clicks it, it'll start before this because they give you a two-minute timer, which I like. But <laughs> Have any of you, how many times, what percentage of the time have all the slap dicks in your draft clicked that box? I don't think, I don't think anyone, I don't think I've ever had a draft that started early. I, I mean, it, I could just like not, you know, I draft while I'm walking the dogs. I draft while I'm cooking dinner or whatever. So there's certainly probably a chance that I missed it when it did happen. But I, when I'm, when I'm at least paying attention, a hundred percent, as Travis says, there's never, there's absolutely never been a time that all these fucking assholes that are in the draft with me, like, we're all here, bro. Just click the box. Just click it. Let's start. Let's roll. And it never, it never happens, ever. Um, Excellent point, as I'm about to come up on the clock and take Josh Allen. Shane says, drafters is where you can be the big fish in the small pond. And... The crazy thing about that is that, like, honestly, in fantasy football, that shit doesn't exist. It doesn't. 
there is no big fish in the small pond on DraftKings. There's a bunch of big fish in a gigantic ass pond. There is not. This is interesting. Uh, no more quarterbacks. Um, there, like, go on underdog. You think you're a big fish in a small pond on underdog? No. Uh, go, go pick up pick a gambling site. There is not a place for us to be better than the average Joe and make money even when we make mistakes. If you make a mistake on underdog, if you make a mistake in DFS on DraftKings, you lose. If you make a mistake, I just showed you the team, literally, that Shane, myself, and Nez drafted. We took Debo in the third round. scored 14 points. He killed us from winning, but he, we finished 20th overall in the whole tournament. He did not kill us, for, but on on DraftKings.com slash Daily Fantasy, you lose. You play Debo, you lose. It's over. Those are the kind of spaces I think uncovering that stuff is where we can make our way. See, I don't mind this. Travis says the worst is when you do back-to-back drafts with the same people. I don't mind it as much. Um, it's a little easier to understand what people are probably going to do. When it's a little easier to understand what people are going to Now, you have to recognize that it's the same people. But it, it knowing who's going to be there and who isn't is more helpful than uh... – okay. Someone explain to me why I should ever, ever, ever not take um, uh, Josh Allen and Lamar and then Devontae, Tyreek, Chase. I think I got to take Andrews, though. Eve – I love those wide receivers, but I think I have to take Lamar Andrews, right? Yeah. I think that's that's the correct play. So you started two quarterback. So, again, this is a 10-round draft, two quarterbacks. Um, where's the settings? Let me pull up the settings really fast. Two quarterbacks, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, two flex. So why did I do that? It's because I just am absolutely shitting on everyone at quarterback, theoretically. I'm shitting on everyone at quarterback, and then I only have to draft one tight end, and we're just going to then – volume everybody to death at running back wide receiver and flex. You know, I have the one one so it's easy. <laughs> it's easy when you can draft Josh Allen. But I think when it's two quarterback, there's a couple of different things you can do. And I, I, I'm not arguing with anybody taking cup or Jefferson or Diggs or whatever. But there's this delicate balancing act of I, I I think 
I think the top quarterbacks were undervalued in this particular draft. Um, it's tough because Cop and Jefferson can absolutely separate you at wide receiver for sure. Um, hold on. Let me put Mixon in there. Oh, this is tough. I am going to take Mixon, though. Because I, I really do think that um, wide receiver is a lot deeper. I'm going to take... Uh, I think I'm going to take Swift. Swift Daddy. Because I don't really think that any of these wide receivers um, separate themselves. And I get... Um, you know, my two top running backs, and now we're, we're about to just... But to crank yellow, <laughs> piss yellow with wide receivers here the rest of the way. Uh, John says, how important is game stacking to you in these? Um, On a scale of one to 10, it is uh, six or seven. I, I think that it is just like in in best ball or even just like in dfs it is a per so think about think about uh tier-based drafting when i get to a spot so i have lamar and andrews this is a really shitty example but i have lamar and andrews and i'm going to get to a spot later in the draft maybe this will come up hopefully it will where Jacoby Myers and and whatever uh, Curtis Samuel project the same. We're gonna get to the ninth round, and Jacoby Myers and Curtis Samuel project the same for me. Among among maybe Garrett Wilson's there and whatever. There's a bunch of wide receivers that project the same for me. When you reach a tier where everybody projects the same, the game stack trumps the other stuff because that person gets a boost. Oh my God. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Uh, this is fucking easy. This is an easy fucking game. How the fuck am I allowed to get this, this Josh Allen game stack speaking to John's point about game stacking. I can literally get the Josh Allen game stack right there. That's sexy. Um, but why do why do Jalen Waddle? I mean, honestly, uh, Jalen Waddle and Gabe were the two highest projected <laughs> projected wide receivers for me, right there. I have I have my projections and everything up on the side, so um, I'm saying this without you being able to see it. But um, that's what I'm referencing. But even if they weren't, uh, so perfect example T. T was the last T projects higher for me than Waddle and Gabe, but he's in the same tier. They're very, they're all very close. They're in a, they're in a tier together. If it reached me and T was still there, I would still take Waddle and Gabe because the game stack helps push those elevates those guys over T because my lineup win condition 
is such that I need that game to go off, right? I have Josh Allen. T would be like a, if Josh Allen is going to be the guy I need at 101 and I take T over Gabe, how is Josh Allen the guy I need at 101 without Stefan Diggs? You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Shane says, thanks for showing this. I'll stay out of the $55. Yeah, we just, we, I, this is pretty fun. I sh- um, if you haven't watched the, we're doing a Wednesday show. My, again, for the third time, myself, Shane, and Nez, uh, doing Battle Royale drafts, both on Underdog and Drafters. I think we're going to try to focus on Underdog moving forward. And then Friday, I will focus on Drafters. But uh, I showed them one of my Drafters teams, and it was just like, it was truly, it was honestly absurd. It was Cooper Cup, A.J. Brown, Travis Kelsey, Jonathan Taylor. Just like you should never be able to get these kinds of 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 pairings. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out, Andrew. Just say correlation. Yeah, it is. But I mean, it's funny because that kind of is right. So like when you reach that point and and T T Higgins. So this example, I'm trying to get in the in the screen. T Higgins. Jalen Waddle and Gabe Davis all project within whatever, a point, a point or two. Then when they project within a point or two, or they're within the same, um, the, the same tier of your rankings, the correlation then makes the, uh, makes, makes a couple guys more valuable to that team. You boost them in DFS. You would give them a little projection boost right on that lineup. And so, um, I think people miss that, man. I, th- I think people miss that a lot. I do like Sutton here. Also, really like Drake London. We're going to take Sutton. I think, I think I'm about to fuck this team up now, and I'm really mad. <sighs> Running back is terrible. Okay, hold on. No, we're just gonna we're just gonna take Drake London. That's fine. I'm cool with that. Mike Robb says when he plays Miami, he usually gives love to McKenzie and the other wideouts because it's a very easy matchup for him. I think he's undefeated in in Miami. I will say this. This Miami, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use old Miami um, data points like in reference to this game personally. Mike McDaniel is a different beast. This Dolphins team is a different beast. What I do love about uh, these like 10 round drafts is you start to get into it, got to decide between Drake London and Christian Kirk. And, you know, that's pretty fun. Having the swap available is pretty interesting. I kind of feel like I shouldn't have taken Cortland Sutton, but such is life. Um, I definitely got a guy. 
that I'm ready to rock and roll here in the 10th. Awesome question. Andrew says, would assume your round 10 pick now is one of Lockett, Metcalf, or Ayuk. And he's saying that because of the team that I drafted. Right? I have London, which is why he mentioned the the Seattle guys. And I have Cortland Sutton, which is why he mentioned Brandon Ayuk. However, to, he, he, he asks, is that too correlated? It's definitely not too correlated. I love, again, if they're all the same, correlating them gives them that little boost. You mentioned Myers. Man, I, does anybody have a, in, in the next 30 seconds, have a uh, <laughs> Jacoby Myers uh, fr- uh, Friday practice report? That would be awesome because um, he, is, he is kind of up there for me. Um, but what I will say is a guy who, again, I, I know I'm, I'm being this, 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 uh, there's, there's two guys here for me who project way, way, way higher than all these other guys. And correlation doesn't trump a projection that is in a tier above. And so, uh, I'm trying to sit here and decide between the two of them, of Brandon Cooks and Juju. And I'm going to take Juju because I'm going to tie break on the Chiefs. But uh, this is the end. Josh Allen, a a two-quarterback, $55 draft on drafters. Josh Allen. Siri Siri is a... Looking up two quarterback stuff for me on my uh, on my watch: Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift, Jalen Waddle, Gabe Davis, Cortland Sutton, Mark Andrews, Drake London, and Juju Smith Schuster. And so, to that point on correlation, it is like the answer is it depends. It absolutely could be a correlation play when if if the guys at the Honestly, on drafters, maybe I'll ruin this. Both Cooks and Juju, the the prices are terrible, in my opinion. And so they are so much better than the Myers, the Iukes, the Seattle guys, that I'm not worried about it. Um, I'm just going to take the best projection. Again, because this is a small field tournament. That That's a 100-man tournament. I don't. Do I need to hit the nuts? No. Give me, honestly, if Juju goes five for 50 and a touchdown, I can win that tournament. I can absolutely win that tournament. And so that's kind of people, people misconstrue, especially drafters, but underdog too. Andrew, shout out Andrew from underdog. People misconstrue these tournaments and like how you need to approach them. Because we come from the DFS world, we come from the season-long world and all of that, and I get it. But I'm drafting in a 100-man field. I have basically hit what I think is the nuts, as uh, as my colleague Shane was pointing out. You know, he's not going to draft in the, 50, in the 55 anymore because he saw my team. And so once that happens, it's like just draft the highest projected player at the end, I think I actually have Cooks 
a smidge higher projected, but I have drafted Cooks on literally every single drafters team. But you guys get the point. Um, this is interesting. Scott says DJ Moore owns the Saints. I am a DJ Moore stan. So please, I played DJ Moore on nearly 100% of my DFS teams last week, and he was a huge stand for me um, on underdog battle royale and drafters battle royale teams. So please don't, please don't lure me in to that. If you are playing um, DFS this week in a little less than an hour, I am going live on DraftKings with Matt Kelly and Dario Epstein from uh, Player Profiler. And if you are uh, grinding some of these drafts, we have rankings, we have strategy articles, we have, in my opinion, the most all-inclusive coverage that exists in all of the Battle Royale and Snake Draft Streets, and you haven't even seen a goddamn thing yet. Wait till next week. I'm like incredibly pumped for what we're, we are going to take over this entire space Battle Royale, Snake Draft, all of that. In-season drafting, Spike Week is going to be the place for you to come. If you have not signed up yet on Drafters, where we drafted today, use promo code SPIKE. Get 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And um, I will be, again, I'll be back on the Roto-Grinders waves in a little less than an hour uh, with with the Roto Underworld guys but um i'm really excited about this show guys low-key i'm like like this is I'm, I'm i'm pretty i'm pretty freaking excited about this i will see you guys next week have a good weekend let's crush some week three let's do it see ya.